listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, good morning. This is the Frank Skinner Show. My name is Emily Dean, and I'm standing in Frank. I'm not standing in Frank's chair. That would be extraordinary. I'm sitting. sitting. Yeah, I'm sitting in Frank's chair, which is always an honour. But um, you know, heavy is the head that wears the tiara. So go easy on me. <laughs> I'm gonna. I think I'm like the Bitcoin to his gold when I replace him. Do you think that's fair, Alan? Um, getting more valuable every day. Oh, I love you. you. You can and stay. used by freaks. <laughs> <laughs> and weirdos on the internet. This mm. morning I'm joined, you've heard them already, by the supersonic Alan Cochran. Mm. Quite happy with that. I'll tell you that. And uh, Spectacle Wearer of the Year, Gareth Richards. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yeah. You weren't actually Spectacle Year- Wearer no. of the Year. But you should have been. That was a, yeah. a travesty, a miscarriage robbed. of justice. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or you can email the show if you're from 1993. <laughs> but that's via the Absolute Radio website, of course. How are you, boys? Smashing. Very good, thank you. I'm speaking for myself there, Gareth, sorry. I Go like on. smashing. Yeah. Um, I was really excited this week because I know he's not here, Big Daddy, but um, he was on the telly this week. He's always on the he telly. He's on the telly, yeah. He is, isn't he? Work with everyone. But um, he was in a documentary about Muhammad Ali. Oh. And it was absolutely brilliant. Hmm. And it was one of those things where I was a little bit nervous because I thought, what if it's not very good? But yeah. he was... No, but you just never know. But he was fantastic on it. With always good. Oh, oh, well done. <laughs> you like sitting in that little chair, don't you? <laughs> Make yourself comfortable. No, he was really good in it. And I realised, because he knows about his subject and he's well-read and all that kind of stuff, you don't normally see documentaries being presented by people that kind of know stuff anymore. Because mm. it's normally a Channel 5 reality person saying... I went to go and find out exactly what the truth was about cosmetic surgery. Mm, right, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't that. It was no. someone really smart. So I loved it. I recommend that you watch it. Um, it's called... Is it just called Muhammad Ali, Daisy? It's on the iPlayer. Frank Skinner on, on the iPlayer. Yeah. Mm, I, I watched a documentary the other day about a pawnbroker's... Oh, God, my heart was in my mouth for a moment. <laughs> Alan, I felt absolutely sick, did you? Yeah, quite, quite ill, yeah. <laughs> No, like wow. a pawn shop. We've yeah, got yeah, out yeah. That's what's on yeah. during the day now. Okay. Just yeah. lots of... <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry to break off from that anecdote, which I like the sound <laughs> of. However, we've got some exciting news this morning. Oh, yeah. Is it news just in? Well, Actually, no, it's just... not just in. The bad news is we're still in this tiny studio with no air con, mm-hmm. where the microphones don't work. <laughs> the good news is we've got... I'm not going to call it a sponsor. I'm going to call it... Um, Mummy's new friend. Oh, okay. A sponsor. Yes. <laughs> is, that, is it I'm going to stick with a sponsor. <laughs> well, it just sounds less fiscally motivated. <laughs> Mummy's new friend is uh, Hovis. Oh. That's, the- that's our new friend of the show. They sponsor the show, don't they, Daisy? Wow, They're sponsoring excellent. us now. So, you know, this is good news because bread is actually back in fashion. Oh, yeah. So there you go. It's fashionable again. It's very naff to, to avoid the bread basket. So thanks, Hovis. Hovey, as I call you. I don't know if that's okay. You've given it a term of endearment already <laughs> for bread. Honey, if it's paying my bills, it's my friend. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So I was talking about Frank's fabulous Muhammad Ali documentary. And one thing I noticed during it, because you know when a friend's in something, you watch it with a slightly different mindset. Yeah. And so I was thinking, 
oh, he's wearing that jumper again. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks nice. I'm glad he's chosen that jumper. And then I thought, oh, he's got that Mac on. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because it's a bit of a cold New York winter. I don't think that's going to give him the protection he needs. But I also was so impressed because during the documentary, you know, they drive places in these documentaries. Oh, yeah. They show the talent behind the wheel. Mm. I like it. It makes me feel like they're one of us. (laughs) And Frank's, you know, he's driving. I think he's in Kentucky. And, well, blow me down. He's driving on the other side of the road. Frank Skinner on the other side of the road, like a big old man, like a Cochrane. I don't get you. Well, I just think driving on the other side of the road is really impressive when people do it. Is that unusual? Oh, my God, wait till you get to Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, have you ever done it, Gareth? No, I I haven't. Yeah, I knew that. Don't take that the wrong way. (laughs) But I think it's probably self-policing that there's cars coming the other way. Yeah. (laughs) So I think whilst you might be tempted initially to drive on your normal side... Mm I think the cars hurtling at you at incredible <laughs> speeds probably <laughs> persuades you to keep on your the right side. But I just, I suppose what I'm... Yeah, it does seem like very tricky. I just think someone like Frank is because I consider him one of mine, which is, you know, not that sportive, all that kind of stuff, late to swimming, late to driving. And then there mm. he is, not a care in the world, like Jack Kerouac on the road. Oh, yeah? I was really impressed. So I, you strike me as very much other side of the road type. I've done a little bit of um, oh. foreign driving. Now, yeah. what is it? Because it seems to me like either it's, oh, no, this is easy, or do you f- feel like you're going to freak out? Uh, no, I think it's I think it's easy in long straight lines, and then you get to a roundabout and think that you're going to do it wrong on the exit. Okay. Like the moment you exit a roundabout, you think, have I just reverted to what mm. I do at home? <laughs> and, and as you say, there is always the healthy reminder of a vehicle coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, Al, my first and only, and I say only, experience of it was on a hairpin bend in Montenegro where they filmed the James Bond movie. Uh, yeah. So maybe that wasn't a good start for me. But no, I was really, you know, hats off to him. And I noticed he's in really good company because did you see the Queen was driving this week? <laughs> Person also driving. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is she's 91. She oh, is. yeah. Well, did you know that she doesn't have to have a driving licence? Did know that. The monarch doesn't have to have a driving license. You sounded like just that one child. Of, just in... one of the perks. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like that child in Jerry Maguire. Says, Did <laughs> you know? Headways, <laughs> to be fair, being queen is a job that comes with loads of perks. <laughs> and not needing a driving license is pretty low down, isn't it? Yeah, but she did. She wore the yeah. hat in the car, which I liked. So Crown, she went... I think you call it. No, it no, was a hat. I'm on the kitchen. <laughs> with fruit on it. So what? It, well, it was a bit like, you know, that dastardly and muttly where he wears gloves and a hat on in the car. Yeah, she looked a bit strange. But I thought, I think I'd like to do that when I get to that age. I hope I'm still bombing around. Yeah. I guess she doesn't need a driving licence because if anyone needs to see some ID, she can just use cash. Yeah, yeah. She thinks she's she's got like a laminate machine and she's made her own (laughs) driving licence just with a stamp where her face would be. I like the idea of her having some lines for that. Like when people asked her for ID. (laughs) Try this, pal. Getting out of 50. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I've had a lovely week with my puppy Ray. Oh, excellent. Have you been on a little break? Well, no. Right. I mean, it's a bit early for that. I you meant you'd been on a, a no, holiday with No, we've dog. been spending a lot of quality time together. QT, nice. Yeah, which is really nice. 
And well, there are two call things. Emily a cutie. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, I like uh, abbreviations. Oh, what is it I like our uh, relationship going in a slightly different direction. Do you, cutie? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying it. Yeah. Enjoying this whole new face. What's Frank mm. going to say? Oh, he's going to be jealous. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Ray is rather fabulous. I know you're you're a big fan. I am, yeah. Alan, we're getting there with you. He's a tiny dog, isn't he? We've just explained <laughs> to new listeners, readers, that uh, Ray is uh, Emily's tiny, cute dog. He's a little shih tzu. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you for taking that in a clean direction. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but we're having issues with his... His comfort breaks, if oh, we can right. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've already put it in stronger terms just moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's all over the shop, guys. Oh, dear. There's no easy way to say this. Mm. So I'm working at the moment in a friend, my friend Jonathan's office. Mm. And, um... Jonathan. Ross. Something yes, Ross. Wow. OK. And, um, which is At lovely. Jonathan. It's a lovely nice. office. Mm. But he's got a yellow carpet, which will come wow. as no surprise to wow. anyone who's familiar with him and his clothes. <laughs> it's a bright yellow carpet. Mm. I think it might... I'm not sure what it was. There was a film, Watchmen, and I think they had a yellow... Right. A red carpet that was yellow. And I don't know if oh. he was inspired by that or right, maybe, maybe he got cheap not off not. <laughs> I don't know, but it's all Does bright it yellow. me as the guy to get a cheap off cut and go, yeah, yeah, yellow will do. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fabulous. It sounds mm. great. Anyway. Until the puppy arrives. Exactly. Mm. Although, for so, some things, that might be quite handy. How's he enjoying his light brown carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Recently well, light brown. Exactly. For certain parts, for mm. certain parts of the comfort break operation, it's Perfect fine. Yeah. For others, not so much so. Yeah. And I went into the office the other day. I was doing some work. I was writing. And then... I, I left. You were cleaning for him. <laughs> I've been working in my friend's office. I, I am now. Taking tra- I yeah, am yeah. cleaning now. That's part of the deal. <laughs> and then I got a text from him later saying, uh, I see you were in the office earlier. And it was a photograph of Ray's shame. Ray's oh. shame, very yeah. elegantly put. He'd photographed Ray's shame. Two shames he'd done. Right. And, and he you didn't see those shames. Sent me the picture. Oh well, that's my story. I wasn't going to pick that up, <laughs> was I? <laughs> Someone else can do that. So it's awkward. You know, you take mm. him to a friend. Mm. He went to the bathroom in. Now that we've got a friend sponsoring us, I'm not going to mention any Grace... brand names, but he went to the bathroom <laughs> in a bookstore, in a high street bookstore. Oh. And they were all crowding over him, going, Oh my God, he's adorable. He's so cute. And then he did a. Let's call it shame number one. He did a whoopsie on the floor. Like he did a whoopsie Spencer. on the floor. And the woman said, oh, I'll just go and mop this up. She got a mop. She got two of those yellow hazard things. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like there'd been a murder. Somewhat overdoing it. It really was. She's been spending a lot of time in the crime section of that bookshop, hasn't she? <laughs> Honestly, Al, it was like a kind of police procedural drama. There were yellow... Oh. There were these yellow things everywhere. Mm. She had a mop. People were crowding around. There was a three-year-old in the vicinity... Danger. No, I just... I might have made it look a bit like maybe the kids have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so wrong? The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.
Uh, oh, you can text us, by the way, on 812.15 if you have anything interesting to say, or just if you want to say hello, why not? Not necessarily about dogs soiling yellow carpets. No. It could be anything. Because that's quite specialist interest, I appreciate. <clears throat> True that. The other thing I'm discovering about uh, dogs... Can, can I just peg you back momentarily? Cause sure. Because you, you showed uh, Daisy, the producer, a photograph of said accident, <laughs> um, but didn't show us, <laughs> which makes yeah. me think there's some kind oh, of... Oh, really? Why? Do you think it's a conspiracy theory? What's your, now, what's your shame? I just felt passing around photographs of Ray's shame yeah. might not be a nice way to start the morning. I mean, I'm talking about it to True. a lot of people. Oh, I don't well, know I mean, how many listeners dog. we've got. But just so FYI, Hovis, it's a lot of I, listeners. I think yeah. you've misread the situation. We really wanted to see it. <laughs> OK. Well, I wanted to... I mean, I don't want to be vulgar and turn this show crass, but I wanted to know about the size, because surely he's such a tiny dog. Like, he can't be... I mean, like, it's smaller like than the rabbit. dog. It's smaller than I the dog. Yeah, exactly. I don't... It has to be smaller than him. I really yeah. don't want to get into details, but he packs a lot of punch. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh. We... Um, the other thing I've noticed about him mm-hmm. is that people... I've said this before, but it is like walking down the street with Justin Bieber. People stop you all the time to talk to him. But it's making people quite crazy. And crazed. he's naked. <laughs> <laughs> and he's naked and really unpleasant. <laughs> so uh, we walked down the street the other day and people turn into crazed lunatics. Mm. This woman said, I was walking down, there was a, she was on the other side of the crossing and she went, excuse me, can you stop please, stop there. I said, is everything okay? She went, I want to see that dog. Stay. <laughs> wow. So I thought, well, what do I Stay. do? Yeah. Forthright. Yeah, she said, "Can you? St- I-, I need to see that dog. So I had to wait while the lights turned <laughs> green, red, and then she crossed over, and then I thought, this is really awkward. I don't know you. While you had to wait, can I ask, was there a point where you <laughs> thought, shall I get my phone out? <laughs> just, is well, this going to be long enough for me to start the checking emails or just doing that thing that people do when they have to wait? I know. <laughs> and, you know, I thought, where does that line come where I'm being sort of kind and uh, sort of sociable? And actually just being taken advantage of. So I stood there and then she came over and she really liked him. I mean, she was a big fan. She was picking him up. Right. But then it got too chaotic. Another dog, five children, a beagle Mm. was involved. It was like a Britney Spears video. I thought, I need to move on from this. Mm. I don't like it. So a bit further down the street, there's a man, a bit of a silver fox, having a brunch with a a woman. Right. And he's (laughs) suddenly... Great. I like the way he's living his life, just for the record. (laughs) He's having a great Hashtag life. legend. What was he wearing? He was wearing... Chinos? <laughs> <laughs> I think he... chinos, uh, powdered blue shirt. No, he had a sort of, of navy V-neck. OK. And he, <laughs> no- he noticed Ray and he said, hey there. He was American. I mean, to top it all off, he was American, for goodness sake. He said, I love that dog. I said, oh, thank you. <laughs> Woman gave me a filthy look. I can imagine. He said, I've never seen a dog like that. Can I Can I touch him? Can I? I said, of course you can. So I felt bad to the woman because she mm. looked furious. Mm. So I said, um, hello. <laughs> She'd ignored me. Blanked you? Mm. Oh, dear. So it seems to me, Emily, that on the one hand, you don't like the attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on the other hand, you're <laughs> very much... a gentleman <laughs> of a certain age. Enjoying the attention. Well, yeah. then the man said, uh, he said, you just want to take him home with you, right? <laughs> well, I didn't go down very well with the woman who was steaming by this stage. <laughs> he is mine. I do, I do that. Yeah, I, I do take him home with me. That's where he lives. We share an address. <laughs> he was taking photos. 
Was it? Yeah. Of and, the dog, mainly. Yeah, of the dog. Right. Well, I just think they were of like the dog. One in ten of you. Just. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to do, though, because people keep stopping me. Do you think I should stop for them? I mean, is that what one does when you get it? You've got a dog. Yeah. What, does the whippet get stopped often? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Oh, and I'm if, so pleased for you. If people stop and stroke the dog, I just stroke them. <laughs> I, as they stroke the dog, I start stroking their hair. And then that I find nips it in the bud pretty sharpish. Do you then say, you just want to take them home, yeah, don't yeah, you? Exactly. <laughs> Seems they're not that keen on talking to me <laughs> as much as the dog. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, Gareth, as a guest on the show, I think I should go to you. What have you been up to? Well, I've had a busy week. <laughs> um, Laura, well, it's half term this week, but the week before, so my wife, I won't say her name, Laura, but. Um... <laughs> Strangest <laughs> sentence anyone's ever uttered He's on radio. Said it. I wouldn't mind, but that horse had already bolted. <laughs> he yeah. said, Laura, I won't say her name, Laura. <laughs> um, I mean, now, uh, this is extraordinary scenes here. Scenes, hashtag scenes. <laughs> I probably already mentioned she's a teacher and she was away on a residential with the kids, so she had to take them doing archery. It was parents get lost. Oh. Um, which, um... What do you mean, what, they parent. can't navigate? Um, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they find it hard to navigate. They tried to pick the children up, but they can't. It's a problem they have. It's a weird thing to name a whole... Anyway. Oh, well, so it's called Parents Get yeah, Lost? PGL, I think, yes. It's oh. a thing. It's a thing Is that what that stands for? outside of your social strata... <laughs> you probably <laughs> got... When... <laughs> well, we go when to... you got sent away, it was for good. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe other kids just get sent away for a week. Oh, OK. I understand. <laughs> No, I've heard of PGL. I didn't yeah. know that's what it meant. Yeah, that's an idiotic moment for me. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so, As you but, were. But what it meant is that, is that I was at home with Ethan um, oh, yes. to do revision. Okay, so he's and, got A-levels now, no, isn't it? <laughs> no, just he's quite young still. It's just a little exams. But oh, I thought you were one things. of those child bride ones. <laughs> you were quite young, weren't you? No, um, so Ethan... Yeah, so I had to do the revision, which is Laura. Laura's usually in charge of um, everything, but she was away, so I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, do you know what? It turns out, now I'm an adult, I am much better at remembering things. And I have learnt things that, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm never going to learn that. I, that won't go in. I'm not interested in that. And now it all goes in. This week. What yeah, sort of thing? All in. Yeah, yeah. So, well, um, imagine if we were in a live studio situation where we could test you on this knowledge <laughs> and humiliate you, Al. Is it pie? How about, um, no, he, he wasn't doing um, food technology. <laughs> um, <was> terrible. <laughs> I liked it. Sorry, can I just apologise, Frank? <laughs> he would have loved that. A pun? A pie pun? Mm-hmm. So, how about this? Um, planets of the solar system? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you do them? Uh I've just recently been tested on this. So oh, really? Oh, there is a way so of memorising them, isn't there? How do you memorise oh, no, them? No, I just remember it. Um, eight, third it? rock from the sun is Earth. Right. So, because of the TV show. Okay. And then Mercury is closest to the... So, we're uh, no, going have, through all the planets have, now. Yes, of course. The, the planets of the solar system. Uh, That's how you do them. Earth, 
Mercury. No, so Mercury is the closest to the sun. And the way I remember, I have ways to remember things. Right, if so you how have do you ways, remember it? Is that Mercury what is in thermometers. The so that's like very hot. <laughs> so that's nearest the sun. Okay. So Mercury okay. first. Okay. Mercury, Venus. They're the two before the Earth. Okay. I'm getting bored with the planets already. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to be rude, but I don't and want to hear them all. Basically, well, there's only eight, so it's just <laughs> yeah. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Oh, I was really hoping that you'd get more of a laugh with Uranus, but you didn't know that. <laughs> we, we just skirted straight I'll over tell you what, Ethan is seven, and he enjoys Uranus that. is, is, is he o- Even he's over it. But how about this one is good. Wives of Henry VIII. Can oh, yes. That? Oh, right. Yes, but there's a way of doing it as well, isn't there? So Catherine of Aragon, mm-hmm. Anne Boleyn, yeah. Um, oh, Anne of Cleves is fourth. Oh, I don't like this. I'm being tested. Oh, no, wait, 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 no, wait. No. Ka- Catherine Howard and Parr. That's what I get confused about. Yeah, well, this is the way to do it. Okay, Kajak. <gasps> Kajak. Kajak. I love Kajak. C A J A C C. Okay. So Jane Ka- Seymour. Catherine of Aragon. Yeah. Anne Boleyn. Jane Seymour, okay. Anne of Cleves. This Cat- is this is fabulous. We're going to have to go for a break. <laughs> okay, but we're talking about Catherine and of Aragon this morning on live on commercial radio. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Gareth, you were talking about sort of memory, really, and th- ways of remembering things. Well, we've already had some texts in. Four oh four has said. Very easy method just speeds up naming planets. What's that? Oh, no. My very easy method just speeds up naming planets. <gasps> oh, and that's all the planets? So Mercury, yeah. yes. Mercury, I will my, never yes, forget My that. very easy method just speeds up naming planets, although Pluto is no longer one of that's them. That's true, so, yeah. Oh, just speeds up naming. My very easy method just speeds <laughs> up naming. Really, didn't it? You've got to feel sorry for Pluto. All those years that it was a planet, and then suddenly they went, no, you're too small. Like that's yeah. what they said. I mean, well, that's that what is... you said to my dog. <laughs> to be qualified as a dog. <laughs> if you're already insecure about your size, I mean, that has got to be a real kicker. I know. Mm-hmm. I know, but I felt sorry for Pluto. He was always the poor relation. Yeah. I mean, I'm acting like it's the Disney character Pluto, but you know <laughs> what I mean. That I love things like mm. that. I like ways of remembering things. It fact, was. Yes, Aid Memoirs. Yeah. We should say, people should text in, if you've got any sort of strange things you've memorised or just weird things from school that you kind of store away as well. Mm. So for the wives of Henry VIII, oh, yeah. Kajak, yeah. and then everything is in alphabetical order. So there's three Catherines, and it goes Catherine Aragon, Catherine of Aragon, Catherine Howard, Catherine yes. Parr. So, yeah. that, so all the second bits are in alphabetical order. Okay. And, then, and also... With the Anne, so Anne Boleyn and then Anne of Cleves. It's gone more complicated than it was a minute ago. <laughs> I know, but you have to remember, because there's lots of them are the same. Yeah. Well, I remember in order. RE, uh, which we used to call it in my day, I don't know what they call R-E. it now. What's it called now? Religious education? It was well, RE in my day. Political correctness nowadays, <laughs> you're probably not even allowed. I, I think they yeah, probably call it stuff or R-S. something. <laughs> we had uh, four Gospels. It was Matthew, Mark, Luke and John went to bed with their trousers on. I mean, that is so disrespectful. <laughs> I just thought that was some of my parents' friends that had too much red wine. Quite honestly, most of my parents' friends went to bed with their trousers on every night. Matthew, Mark, there Luke. you go, breaking news. <laughs> it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Acts and Romans follows on. No, we learned the is trousers it? on. Don't need to bring filth into it. We learned the trousers I on. Thing. Trousers in those days. I was from a theatrical family. We yeah, had to spice yeah. things up. That's how we remembered things. They were probably bright red chinos as well, <laughs> weren't they? Like, no, they were more sort of. A, only have. They were very thick cord. 
I find. Nice. Um, so we also had for piano, I had Every Good Boy Deserves Favour, which again <laughs> oh, I find rather troubling. <laughs> If you, I don't know, there's something a bit sinister about that. Yeah, I don't want to dispense favours pa- to every... That is the patriarchy speaking. Yeah. And favours a bit strange. girls? Exactly. And I don't um, want to cash checks I can't honour. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So those are my little ones. And then I would remember... Um, well, we, we also used to have weird things as well. Because we used to be taught businessmen go to work by bus. That's how you would work how to spell businessmen. Oh, the, the producer gasped with excitement. By bus. B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, so that you don't spell it, put the I in the wrong place. Do you understand? No. <laughs> Are you going to need pen and paper to teach it, me? Okay, so you spell B-U-S. it B-U-S. But that's only the first three letters. Yeah, but it's, it makes you not put the I in the wrong place. Okay. So businessmen go to work by bus. Do you understand? I don't see where the pitfall is with spelling <laughs> businessmen. It's really easy. Like. Well, well, that seems a strange approach to take, because maybe it's not easy for everyone. <laughs> so, um, two, and two, I, can five. I just say, yes, none of the on. businessmen where I grew up went to work by bus. <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. I mean, in my school, which was a very privileged school, we had a yellow mini metro, may I point out. We weren't privileged, we were arts and crafts bohos. However, when they said in that class businessmen went to work, school by, work by bus, they, those children looked baffled. I mean, they don't know what a bus is, yeah. those children. What were you going to say, Gareth? Um, 225 has texted in saying, have I stumbled across BBC Bite Size? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. I'm not Frank, I'm Emily. Deal with it. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show at Frank on the radio. Um, I mean, follow the show on Twitter specifically. Or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'm with Gareth Richards. Hello. I'm with Alan Cochran. Hello. I'm happy. I don't know about you. Um, have we heard from the outside world this morning? We have, but before we do that, can I just what? say, when you said, I'm Emily, deal with it, for a split <laughs> second, I thought you were going to say, I'm Emily Dean, and then I realised, deal with it is a great surname. You should really <gasps> Shall I change my name? Emily, deal with it is I was about to fantastic. say by deed poll, and then I realised, does anyone ever use deed poll? Yeah, is that, that one of those? Happens. No, I think it is. Really? Yeah. When was the last? Can you text in if you work with deed polls? That would be good. And you've had any, any involvement with them? Because it's a phrase people still use. It's a bit like legal tender. It's only it used with regards to net changing your name. That's mm. true. Yeah. Can you do what anything else, else with deed poll? Yeah. I am Thank divorcing you. you by deed poll. <laughs> if anyone's got Eight. a deed poll, <laughs> get in touch. Eight, 12, Bill Deeds, Deeds maybe has it? a poll. I mean, it's getting a bit surreal now, but I'm I am interested in deed polls. So if you want to, you know, if you want to talk to me about them, please do. You did ask if we'd heard from the outside world, yeah. and uh, indeed we have. Gareth has kickstarted indeed poll. Uh, indeed poll. <laughs> indeed, um, Gareth has kickstarted a, a a a veritable tidal wave of text with people telling us how they remember things. Um, wow! How to spell necessary? Never eat cakes. Eat salad sandwiches and remain young. Oh. <laughs> Do you think that was um, Frank Skinner's advice? I think it might have been yeah. our new sponsor, Hervis. <laughs> salad, <laughs> salad sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> Do you know what? Can you get me a salad sandwich? That does sound nice, actually, now, doesn't it? I, I'm uh, actually going to eat that today at no. our brunch. Why not? I love That's a salad sandwich. Sandwich. So somehow how to just spell one word. Yeah. Hang on, I've forgotten necessary already. Never eat cakes, just eat salad sandwiches. No, no, that, don't put a J in there. <laughs> There's no J in necessary. 
Never eat cakes, eat salad sandwiches. Okay, this is my problem. I always add in too many words, so they aren't going to work for me anymore. <laughs> and remain young. Um, uh, well, we were discussing what, uh, what religious education, RE, is called oh, yeah. in schools now. And uh, I'm not even certain if this is a joke or a truth <laughs> or, or what. Someone has texted, religious education is now called philosophy and ethics. Hmm. Oh, it makes... And then it's more like you're more intelligent. I like that. Maybe. Because that's brilliant to be studying that at a young age. That's really impressive. My three-year-old's just doing a bit of philosophy and ethics. <laughs> What's he doing this week? Loaves and fishes? <laughs> I mean, it's not Stop really philosophy. stealing stuff. <laughs> Don't lie. That's what you have to start with, kids. Yeah. yeah. I so I suddenly realised with my kids, I don't think I'm hammering home the don't lie thing enough because why not? Well, I do they lie? Think they lie all the time. <laughs> oh no. no! But I think we find it adorable. I think uh, like when Elijah's like, "I am Batman," and, and we're like, oh, "That's well, a fairly harmless lie, isn't it?" But, I know, but I think it bleeds you know, over into. If it's more like, <laughs> "Who's ripped up these twenty pound notes that were on the shelf?" No one. If it's like that, then you yeah. have to go. Apparently, apparently the thing to do is not tell them off for lying to say it's always better to tell me the truth because if you tell them off for lying repeatedly, they become really good at it. <laughs> so it's well, uh, I think that's really good advice. Could you maybe talk to Donald Trump about that? <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, Alan. <laughs> Partridge. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Donald mere moments ago. Well, I did. The Donald of we Trump. Hey, Trump or Stiltskin, as Frank calls him. We need a we need a jingle for him. What about? Um... Well, sure she's all you ever want. <laughs> she's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. Just because I think it would really upset him <laughs> having his jingle. She's a lady. Well, he's been in the news again <laughs> this week. Yes, he's never out of the news. I'm going, I'm going for what we call understatement of the week <laughs> section. Um, uh, not only has he pulled out of that climate thing, but before yeah. that, he was already in the news, wasn't he? With um, his his tweet that mentioned uh, constant negative press coveth. Kofefi. Kofefi. <laughs> you say Kofefi. C-O-V-F-E-F-E. I say I Gaddafi. I, I feel like the E is silent. <laughs> well, but this is interesting. How Kofefe. Text in if you have a view on this, because mm. there have been multiple pronunciations. Um, and I'm a... Pronunciation. I'm a, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> yes, right. Indeed. As I said that, I knew I'd got it wrong. Um, Which is an ironic word to mispronounce. <laughs> oh, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um... I you try sitting in this chair. Um, okay. <laughs> Please. Next, next link. Oh. Uh, so I'm go- I'm a kafefi girl. Mm, Gareth, yeah, I've heard I that about you. Kafefe. Well, I, I think kafefe. Oh, you're making I it like a bit French Parisian yeah. cafe style. I'm putting an accent. Kafefe. I think. Alan. I just thought it was kafefe, but I, you've I, gone I more I'm... Yorkshire, and I like that in you. Well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, this week. he tweeted this, didn't he? He later deleted it, but it led to a lot of speculation <laughs> worldwide, it intense did. speculation as to what he possibly could have meant. Yeah, on the internet. <laughs> yeah, and I think, of course, I mean, he'd had maybe he'd been at the Creme de Menthe, I don't know. He doesn't drink. Oh, no, he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink. I mean... Yeah. He's... <laughs> That's he's, how bad it is. Well, nothing. It's, he's probably he's that unpredictable thirsty. without drinking. That's what you have to think about Donald Trump. Like, <laughs> just imagine with a few Jager bombs in him. <laughs> People had a lot of fun with it, though. Mm. 
But what I enjoyed enormously was how he dealt with it in the aftermath. <laughs> is that it was you were talking about children lying earlier, Gareth, mm. and he dealt with it in the manner of how I imagine Ethan or Elijah would deal with it. Mm. He pretended he'd meant to do it. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say I fell asleep on my phone and I can't really be trusted in this office. He said, uh, what did he say? He said, enjoy. Who can figure out the true meaning of kafefe? <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> like it was the specials. It's great. <laughs> he's styled it out, hasn't he? That's what he's done. Yes, but it reminded me of when I was younger. You know when you'd kind of make up a word? I used to do this a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Or I'd mispronounce a word. I'd use it like pronunciation, mm-hmm. I'd say. I'd use it incorrectly. And I remember very vividly one incident where I said, I think I was talking to my father, and I said, um, yeah, well, that's a religious thing, like a budder. <laughs> and my father said, no, that's a Buddha. I said, no, Buddha's a different religious thing. <laughs> and he said, no, 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 you mean Buddha. I said, no, I don't. I mean, Buddha is a different religion to Buddha. Ah. And I stuck with this for about seven years. Good for you. I was so stubborn and proud. Mm. And that just felt very Trump-like. Good for you. I felt. I um, think you've got the potential to become leader of the free world. <laughs> <laughs> that one anecdote. Well, fingers crossed, everyone. <laughs> um, and well, this is uh, very apt as well. Isn't yeah, it? This, absolutely. Um, Sean Spicer said um, the president and a small group of people know exactly what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of conspiracy theory that it was. Uh, you know, like um, some well, sort of activation code or something. What I enjoyed about that is at the press conference when he said that, you heard a journalist's lone voice going, Really? <laughs> what is a cafe? <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're talking about uh, Trumple Stiltskin on Absolute Radio this morning. Well, we've had a text um, from 880 that chimes very much with my theory, um, but they've also written it in a sort of a, I would say, a dictionary-type pastiche. Mm. You know, like N in brackets for noun. Yes. Oh, so it's got like N that. in brackets, confefe, I think it... No, confefe. Yeah, they've written confefe. I mean, I'm saying fine. no confefe like it's an actual <laughs> yeah. word. It can and be also, whatever you want it to be. You know, his... <laughs> or her spell check may well have not, not experienced the word kafefe before. Happens to the best of us. Uh, when you want to say coverage, but your hands are too small to hit all the letters on your keyboard. Oh, ouchie. Marvellous. You know Donald Trump has famously taken it badly that somebody said that he had small hands. I believe so. And, uh, I believe he was called a short-fingered vulgarian. But I also... <laughs> I, uh, By uh, Graydon Carter, friends, the editor of Vanity Fair. short-fingered vulgarians. <laughs> um, uh, Some of I your best that, stand-in I love, hosts. I love the episode of Star Trek where they get attacked by the I agree with the eight eight zero. By the way, I think he was Do trying you? to write coverage. I don't think there's anything much more than that. I, just, I know, but he might have fallen asleep on the. The Lord, he's he got didn't. Got a phone with big buttons, and he just fell asleep on it. Do you think he I, has got one of those big button yeah, phones? Yeah, yeah. I think he has. <laughs> It's so good when people get things wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> thing is the funniest thing. Well, is yeah. it's the sweet spot between wrong. getting it wrong and then absolutely refusing to deny it, <laughs> yeah. Buddha style. I mean, I think we'd all rather that he misspelled coverage than got the nuclear codes wrong. Let's yeah. all right, actually. Let's uh, go with that. Well, you know what? It's going to happen. That it will happen. So we just have to enjoy our time on Earth while we can. Yeah, good point. <laughs> you know, sit down. <laughs> 
get the newspapers and make yourself a cafefe. Um, I'm drinking a cafefe as we speak. <laughs> Hillary Clinton uh, did a gag. She zinged him yeah. on the old internet. Mm. She said people in cafefe houses shouldn't throw a cafefe. <laughs> but it reminded me too much of glass houses. So I was going... <laughs> People in glass houses shouldn't throw glass. And it took me ages to realise what she was talking about. And um, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's a little she bit... Thought it was, she also said it was a hidden message to the Russians, which yeah. I liked. Well, I'll tell you what I didn't like was I read an article about it and it said Hillary Clinton's hilarious joke. Oh, and I was like... As a comic, do you object to that? Hilarious? <laughs> hilarious joke? I mean, really? I mean, if... I hope that journalist also does comedy criticism and is going to the Edinburgh Festival because I've got I'm I'm definitely going to have an hour that is stronger than it's going to be people in cafefe houses shouldn't throw cafefe. I mean, if it's possible to get ten stars, Al. Yeah, I think you're you're dead cert for one. I mean, she's got that's like a three star joke, but the reviews like a five, isn't it? <laughs> Ridiculous. It's the dream. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, yeah, we're talking about Kefefi, obviously. I mean, we could not talk about it this morning. Mm. Yes, he was um, talking about Hillary. I found this weird that he said that Hillary, she won't admit that she was a terrible candidate. Mm. And he only just won. Surely you want to big up the person you were only (laughs) just won against rather than saying they were terrible. That's a good point. I hadn't thought it's, of that. It's um, confusing. I, yeah. The most embarrassing it's thing... It's almost like there's no <laughs> rational train of thought. almost like he doesn't know <laughs> what he's talking about, about anything. I'll tell you what I thought as well. No good ever came from tweeting after 11pm at night. Yeah, what's he doing up at that time? I mean, I've got Ridiculous. friends in my life. Twitter. Daisy, who's my uh, ride or die on the show, my producer. My producer, that sounded a bit grand. It I a bit my, Corbett, it if you really don't mind. My producer. My producer. No, my my dear friend, who also happens to be the producer of our show. <laughs> but she, I like to think she room. would she would say to me, um, she would say to me, and don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think she'd make me take it down. It's good advice. Don't tweet after 11pm. 11pm <laughs> is for drunks, trolls... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I, I love think, that I think narcissists. Yeah. I think you could say and... that about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah. I think I hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> Post eleven PM is very slide into the DMs as well. Oh, is it? I think so. Mm. I think that's when men start sliding into the DMs. I never get any DMs. I think you're if you would like to DM me, slide into my DMs at Gareth Richards. I think you're meant um, to be sending them rather than... Oh, am I supposed you have to do to the send sliding? Them. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you want to become a sleazebag, which you're not. You, have to, you just have to say something like, hey, you're hot. <laughs> yeah. I, am, then... I am hot, actually, but that's just the aircon in this room. I know, can you sort out the aircon, please? Um, the most embarrassing thing I think I ever did on Twitter, apart from some of the jokes I've posted, mm. um, <laughs> is I, I typed in... It, the tweet was Gareth Richards. <laughs> what you tweeted, Gareth Richards? I, I tweeted. Oh, I, Are you searching Richards. for yourself? Yes. Yeah, 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 I was. Uh, I okay, was, that's uh, the worst thing I've ever heard. That's a bold move. I'm assuming that you've unpicked the habit of searching for yourself over the years, or do you still do that? Yeah, no, I am. Um, so it just said Gareth Richards. Yeah, so it just <laughs> tweeted it's Gareth n- Richards. That is quite terrible, and I'm really. Uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you at this time. Yeah. However, what about 
with that ex-boyfriend of mine <laughs> when I was on Facebook and I wanted, this was many years ago and I he had a new girlfriend and I wanted <laughs> to see what the girlfriend looked like. I'm not going to lie, I wanted to get a close-up of her legs. I wanted to see if she had a nice pair of legs. Right. I was a bit jealous because she looked stunning. And I, so, I'm often angry on Facebook when people don't show you the exact part of the body that you want to exactly. see. I think we should have very clear pictures of everyone. But I just wanted to get a proper look <laughs> yes. at her. Mm. So <laughs> in my attempts to expand the photograph, there was a photograph of the both of them at Universal Studios mm-hmm. with, um, I think, standing next to... Homer Simpson was in between them. And in my attempts to expand the photograph... I tagged myself (laughs) as Homer Simpson. (laughs) So he would have seen that photograph with him, his girlfriend, and then me, Homer Simpson, in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Don't! The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. So, Emily. Yeah. If I was to ask you what... Sorry, I did a really heavy sigh, though. That's fine. Yeah. I'm very used to that when people hear me speak to them. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. It's him again. Um, If I was to ask you what football team I support, have you any clue as to what football team I support? Can I guess? Yeah. I mean, I think you may well know it. Huddersfield Town. Yeah. Excellent. I'm so proud of that. I'm going to cry. <laughs> However, I will immediately add in case there's like a tidal wave of text saying, oh, you're a rubbish supporter. I'm a rubbish supporter of Huddersfield Town. I can't oh. remember the last time I went to watch them. However, I have been rewarded for my terrible fanship yeah. with the team being promoted to the Premier League. Oh, wow. I heard your news. In, in a very exciting Premier uh, penalty shootout. Yeah which is awful. Like, I had to watch it through my fingers, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but isn't that exciting? Like, you pay almost no attention to a club <laughs> and then they blossom without you. But now people so, are going to say that you're oh, an East. I was getting text messages saying, well done, uh, text messages from people that support Premier League clubs saying, you'll have to come to the match with me next year, and me saying, definitely, that sounds great. <laughs> And it's going to be way easier. Like but next don't you year. think when they say, well done, I think that's a bit sad. Oh, no, it? I like it. Oh, do you? I mean, Frank Skinner said you'll have to come to a match with me. I'm definitely doing that. I'm Did definitely he say going. that? Yeah, yeah, I'm it's great. I'm only Frank being doing all little cosy football texts. Yeah, we've had, we've had texts. You know, it's, it's really nice. I didn't really know this nice. was going on. It's really nice. However, I watched it. No, because it it's what the... men use, like, instead of talking about their feelings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I see, just... I text him and I say, oh, I'm so proud of you. Your documentary was extraordinary, my lovely, wonderful friend friend and yeah. he says to Alan on the football mate <laughs> he texted me saying I love a penalty shootout <laughs> um, it's like he's two people I don't know what's going on but I watched it in the uh, in the house and my children were out, around my son has displayed almost zero interest in Huddersfield Town when they were just sort of an esoteric idea oh, oh, but then he when like they were on now? the telly and I said this means that next year they'll be playing Manchester United and Manchester City and Liverpool and suddenly, halfway through the yeah. game, he was like, he started saying, I hope we win. Like, <laughs> oh, I know like that. That sort of stuff. Do you know what I call that? Post-2000 Arsenal fan. We yeah, know them, totally. I see them. Totally. I mean... <laughs> Where were you in the dark days of George Graham? Can we just put some tempering on the glory? Like, when mm. people say, oh, you're a glory supporter, we're still going to be last on Match of the Day every, every, night, every Saturday next year. But that's fine. That's better yeah. than having to dig it out on Channel 5 or whatever it is. You know, it's great. But my daughter did yeah. a thing where 
The fans tend to sing Huddersfield in a... I'm going to have a go at singing it in the sort of scanning oh. way that they do it. They kind of go, Huddersfield, Huddersfield. It's not a complicated song, <laughs> but that's how it scans on some the terraces. Some might say rather depressing. <laughs> on the terraces of Yorkshire, that is how it scans, particularly Huddersfield. My daughter completely ignored that. What started, does she sing? I'm trying to get the tune again in my head, but let's, it was something like... Huddersfield, <laughs> Huddersfield. I mean, she put a lot of E's, a lot of mm. double E's. And I was thinking, that's much more jolly. Why aren't they doing that? Do you know what I'm calling that? I'm calling that remix to Ignition. <laughs> and I like it. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Can I just say, I love that we're discussing football this morning on Absolute Radio oh, while Big Daddy's me. away. <laughs> I mean, it's like a big fashion discussion while I'm not here. I mean, it's a, it's a big relief to me that I actually got to watch the match on the telly because obviously we didn't know that Huddersfield were going to get to the playoff mm. finals um, and then the game would be on on the Monday afternoon. Yeah. And in my diary, for months, I've had pencilled camping just wrote, my wife had wrote, oh, we're so, going camping. I'm sorry for your loss. Well, you say that, <laughs> it turned out to be quite the scoop because once Huddersfield were playing, I was thinking, well, wherever we're going camping, I hope there's a sports bar because we'll yeah. have to get there, get the tent up and I'll have to be in watching the football at three. Um, I mean, some would argue I could have gone to Wembley to watch it. Uh, could have. But I didn't. Um, so you're really taking it back to nature, looking for a campsite <laughs> with a sports bar. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's face it, there's nothing nicer than a sports bar. <laughs> you just sit there, quietly contemplate the world and, you know, your fellow man in the sports bar. I don't well, know. even better than that. <laughs> I got back last weekend and my wife was like, I'm not sure we should go camping. I think the weather's going to be terrible. And I went... That sounds great. <gasps> Let's not go camping. And then we mooted the idea of getting like a holiday cottage to I, save on the. Do you know the, I love it when Mrs. Cockrell boots. Mm. We mooted the idea of putting the of putting the money into like a little holiday cottage. And then I said, "Well, why don't we not do that? Mm. <laughs> but spend the money on a literal staycation. We'll stay in our house. Stay in the home. Yeah. But we'll do a lot things. Of takeaways. We'll do all the things." <laughs> That we couldn't do if we were away. So like hang on, things... did you have sun lounges erected in the living room we with cocktails? A, no, we did have a day at the seaside on Wednesday. On Monday morning, we all went. We're leaving as a, the taps on. We, <laughs> <laughs> Monday morning, we went as a family to um, to the uh, snow place. There's a there's a ski from the freezer. What are you talking about? Are you well, you're staying at home, but doing oh, all sorts of things. Oh, I see. recreating it. So the skiing part we of it is skiing. opening the freezer. No, yeah. we went actually... Oh, we went it it wasn't really a scheme. We were playing on the like slides and big rings and stuff also, like that. Also, can I say, does your wife look at the weather? Because it was a heat wave this week, was it not? Well, it wasn't, was actually. Dare the beach, turn the oven up. <laughs> can I just say, we absolutely nailed it on the weather front. Ah. The day that it was pouring down with rain, we went swimming to a particular swimming pool that has a wave machine. <laughs> went in the bar. Fun. Really good fun, um, and and the Wednesday was a beautiful sunny day, and we went to the seaside. But you know oh. when you go to the seaside and then you've got to go back to your campsite, didn't oh. have that. We just went, yeah. let's go home to our house. Well, exactly. <laughs> if I may be vulgar, our lovely big house. And what do you do for the seaside? <laughs> Put some disgusting. sprinkle some salt on yeah, the, yeah, we did all in that. the front room. But I like that. But I want to Fish talk to you more about seaside. this sports bar as well. Sports bar. It's, a, it sounds too much like a sports bra, which is why I don't <laughs> like it. But B, 
or two, as I sometimes like to say after A. <laughs> it never happens. Why, sports but sports bar. bar. I mean, uh, why does sports bar... What is a sports bar? What makes it a sports bar other than a bar just with a telly on? What, that is it. That is, is that what it is? It is? Yeah, yeah. There. yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was a rather disappointing <laughs> to know more. This is Frank Skinner. This is the Frank Skinner Show, by the way, BTW. Frank's not here this morning. I'm Emily Dean. We're being a bit naughty. I'm like the supply teacher. We've let off three stink bombs already. You can text the show <laughs> on 81250. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gareth. Should have gone in the adverts. You can follow the show on Twitter, lovely, at Frank on the radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'm with the Cockerel. I'm with Gareth. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Nice. Okay. So, um, you... American student radio. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I've been reading about um, Gordon Ramsay's tips for eating in a restaurant. Oh, Gordana Ramsay. Yeah. Is he a friend of the show, almost? Because I like Gordana Ramsay. Do you? Do you? Well, what I like about him is that I think he's democratic in his rudeness. Okay. Right. He's not one of those people that's just rude to the porter. He's rude to mm. everyone. Yeah. And I like that about him. Yeah. I wonder sometimes when he goes into a hotel or something and starts giving advice and then absolutely loses his mind with rage, I think, is this a guy to be taking advice from? <laughs> 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 he seems to have major problems. Yeah. But yes, he's, um, he's a very successful man. Does that make you good? <laughs> Oh, I don't well, know. I mean, it, it makes you, you know... Good at whatever look, it, it is, yeah. It means you're going to pick up the tab at the end of the evening, which is handy. Mm. But he, um, yes, no, he's, he's been talking about uh, his guide to eating um, out in restaurants, hasn't he? <laughs> yes, he's got some tips. He's got some tips. What are his tips? One is, um, if you're going out for a romantic meal with someone, order a table for three. Book a table for three. Oh, yeah. he's, he's that kind of guy, is he? he I've dated them. And, um, <laughs> he actually said book a table for a minimum of three. Wow. Really? He doesn't then say, tell them, like, when you get there that one of them's cancelled. There was no explanation about that. No. Just, you know, the maitre d' is suddenly thinking, well, hang well, on. Why won't people be angry? You guys you are really bad at math. Well, also, I just think it's a bit depressing. It's like the sort of ghost of the person that never turned up. Also, yeah. if someone, if a guy booked a table for three, I'd be a bit suspicious that a, a friend was going to turn up. He brought her on, along a chaperone. Yes, like an... I'd get the impression I wasn't enough, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit crowded for a date, mm -hmm. three people. Yes, he says so you can spread out. <laughs> Does, <laughs> what needs to I think he's probably the kind of guy that sits with his legs really stacks. wide. You know, like this man spreading. Yeah. I think he's probably a his wife likes to be far away from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we have a trestle table for 14? Well, actually, they do bring you in very posh restaurants. They bring you little stools for your bag now. Do you remember when we went out to dinner, oh, Al? Yeah. And they brought me a stool. Yeah. I'm making it sound like it was a hot day. It was a. <laughs> You'd brought the dog with you, hadn't you? That was part of the problem. But they bring you a chair that's nicer than anyone else's chair, which is mm. a special sort Extra. of... Extra. Yeah. Like a bag uh, chair. A special chair. It's lovely. Mm. But he also... Um, Gordana also set, was talking about specials, wasn't he? Mm. He did. Don't have them. Don't ever, ever have the specials, he said. Mm. Yes, well, he said that they there shouldn't be too many specials. They should be special. <laughs> if there's yeah. ten specials, that's they're what he not said. special. And I'm glad no one's out. made a ghost town joke or... Not a single no. one. I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> I held it in. 
Do you know what? I'm glad that we didn't. I think Frank would be proud of us. Yeah, he didn't mention the specials. He's on that sun lounger with a cocktail. He's not on a sun lounger, and he certainly hasn't got a cocktail. I'm getting out of this mess right now. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the specials, Gordana Ramsay says that you shouldn't order specials. And the reason for this is that it's just stuff they want to get rid of, I presume, yeah, is it? Right. Is fine that right? Well, I'm not oh, fine I'll with have, it. I'll have the rancid chicken breast, please. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I'm not fine with it because I hate... I think it might be one of the worst moments of my life is when they sit there telling you the specials mm. and right. you sit there thinking, do I maintain eye contact with you or do, oh, where yeah. do I look? And they say, it will be a, a tripe and chive pastry. <laughs> tripe and chive? You don't fancy that. <laughs> and uh, it sounds disgusting. It and does, I go, yeah. and this sounds is what awful. I do when they. <laughs> lovely work, Alan. <laughs> I say, when they read this, during this, what I'm calling the specials recitation mm -hmm. I say hmm <laughs> mm. and then it goes on oh, it, it really feels like 20 minutes on. of your life it does go on what on. do you do during the specials I just tune out probably think about <laughs> Huddersfield <laughs> something like that I, he, not, um, I nod a lot he had a lot of uh, good advice one of them that I found a bit challenging was that he, he reckons you should say to the maitre d' that you want a bottle of something special for about thirty dollars. Um, add Alan <laughs> sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah, the sommelier. The sommelier. You really let yourself down. Now, yeah. I've not sommelier. had that many uh, fine dining experiences, <laughs> but I do know this: that sommelier is the easiest job in the whole world. You show them yes. the wine list, Why? whatever they choose, you go. Excellent choice, madame. <laughs> and they go, oh, great, I nailed the wine choice. Well, I mean, it's so easy, According that. to Gordana, though, you shouldn't ever go for the second cheapest bottle oh, really? because they are on to us. So restaurateurs right. know that's what everyone does, so that's yeah. where they use, they do big markups on yeah. that wine. I go, I don't, I, if you remove the word second, that's the one I would go for. <laughs> If you mm. just go for the cheapest, yes, well, he oh, says to give. I mean. He says to give a price. I want a glass of wine for under two pounds, please. Weirdly, because I had read if this article during the week. If someone went for the cheapest wine, I would, that would be it. I read this article during the week, mm. and uh, and I tried this with lemonades when I ate out yesterday. Really? Didn't work. <laughs> they said, "Oh, it's two pound fifty for a can of posh lemonade," and I went, "I'll give you a quid for it." And they said, yeah. "Get out of this restaurant, yeah. Mr. Cochrane." <laughs> My, my tip for drinks in a restaurant is always go bottomless. Pardon? <laughs> always bottomless. Mean? Have you already seen my jeans? <laughs> I think they're a pretty cool look, but people aren't so sure. I just think, though, to be honest, I don't know. I mean, some of his advice... I, I think the specials thing is absolutely right. I don't mm -hmm. think you should order the specials. I don't agree with this th table for three business. I think that's <laughs> no, that's unpleasant. insane. The well, it's it's deeply unpleasant. Well, it doesn't like the whole it. system will fall apart if you yeah. order always order a table for more people, book a table for more people than you need. But I do think get someone to order a table on your behalf is a oh, good thing nice. to do. So if you yeah. want to get a table in a posh restaurant, and maybe we want to go to the Ivy, so for example, Gareth, just get me to ring for you. Right. It doesn't matter that you're nobody, because I can ring <laughs> and say... I'm not saying you I are nobody. I beg your pardon! <laughs> I can say, hello, I'm ringing on behalf of Gareth Richards. He's like, he'd like a table at 1.30pm. Uh, Thank you. Just very confidently. Brilliant. And it will work. Mm. Will it really? Let us know how that works. I mean, if I, I've never tried it with Gareth, but maybe we should do that. <laughs> Live on air. The Frank's 
Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We've already had a text yes. in. You challenged the readers to, mm. um, to book a table using... Uh, <laughs> oh, please don't tell me they've done it. Yeah, Nugget has done it. He's texted, <laughs> morning DME, that's uh, darling Miss Emily. Yeah. I just tried what you suggested to see if it worked and called the Ivy. Please tell Gareth I managed to get him and Laura a table <laughs> for three for 8pm this evening. Bon appétit. I'm not certain that's true, I don't but I believe hope it that. is. I We've also had that. an excellent tip from Good effort, Katie, though, Nugget, yeah. Who says, I call posh restaurants and when they answer I say, oh, hi, it's Katie, and she's put brackets surname, how are you? Great, great. I'm so sorry about the short notice, but can you squeeze me in at 8pm? I bet you're sick of me pushing in the queue. Ha ha. <laughs> and she says, they're too, um, they're too embarrassed they're too to embarrassed, admit that yeah. they don't know me. Well, mm. this is what I think That's is a, a good... Yes. Tip. I think if you were to say, if Nugget was to say, oh, yeah, table for Gareth Richards, his usual, mm-hmm. and then just went, thank you, goodbye. Oh, McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean in a different it's restaurant, as usual table, somewhere that. else. Can I say, I've got just a quick break in proceedings. I've just been made a cup of tea in a magic mug. Oh, yeah. Which is a branding disaster. I mean, I love magic. And obviously they're, you know, they're sort of a sister or brother station to yeah, us. Yeah, part of the same family. Yeah. But it has reminded me of a mug incident I had this week. Oh, yeah. With my builder, Marek. Oh, yeah, Marek. A lovely mm-hmm. chap. I like the way you say, oh, yeah, Marek, like he's yeah, your good all. mate. <laughs> I'm the foreman of the works. Well, you know, I told you I was learning things from my driver recently. I say my driver. It was a driver I had. <laughs> <laughs> but I learnt things from Marek as well. Mm-hmm. I just think we're getting, you know, we're getting there. There are some issues still with our relationship. He said to me the other day, I get offended, and then I realise it's just Marek's way. Oh, yeah. So this is a section mm. in the show I'm calling Marek's Way. Mm-hmm. So th- we should have a jingle for it, but I don't really have a Polish theme tune, so maybe we'll just go for this. Yeah, here you. OK, this is, <laughs> this is Marek's Way. On my way, you could put play my, my way. way would have been great. So he said to me, I was telling him something, my niece had come round. Bertie, yeah. Alberta, and I said, she's so cute. You met my niece, Alberta. He said, yes, I did meet her. I said, she's so <laughs> cute, isn't she, Marek? He said, all children are cute. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want this light in toilet? Brilliant. So Excellent. he's got a point. All children are cute. And what he was sort of saying was, stop going on about your niece. No one <laughs> wants to know. I've We've all got, got a light in niece. the toilet. <laughs> I've got also, work to be done. I like the question, where do you want this light in the toilet? <laughs> Probably the ceiling, Marek. It's not... I want it coming from the bowl. Stuff. Yeah, it's not a room for uplighting, <laughs> is it? Yeah, Marek. Stick it in the ceiling and get on with it. And then we had an incident related to a mug where things got altogether nastier. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, well, we've had a text from 245... Ooh! Um, so we had ha- a text. Hashtag cliffhanger. Miss M, I was about to go and deliver some leaflets, but I'm not going anywhere until I hear how Muggate pans out. Oh, yes, Muggate. So I was uh, talking about Marek's way. Marek, mm-hmm. my builder, who mm-hmm. dispenses, you know, words of wisdom to me on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So we'd had the incident where he'd informed me that oh, children are cute. I'm mm-hmm. making him sound like mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, you know, That's fine. forgive my accent. He said... We were in the kitchen area, and he was eating something. He likes he likes onions. Was he was he? eating an onion, like an apple. I sometimes see discarded onions in the cement bags. So, 
eyes. He eats onions. Yes. Well, like some people like apples, some people like onions. Let's call the whole thing kafofi. You sure he's not been hypnotised? <laughs> <laughs> he said. Does he also dance with a broom, thinking it's a person? <laughs> he said to me. He said to me. Uh, I said, "Oh, Marek, can you pass me that cup?" And he said, "What is this?" I said, "Can you pass me that um, cup over there?" He said, "What is cup?" I said, that's a cup. He said, no, this is mug. Pedantic. I said, no, that's a, that's a cup over there. That's a mug. That's a cup. He said, hmm, we'll see. <laughs> Have you got yeah. a picture of this cup mug? I mean, we just... No, I should take a picture of it. But we just... It was the we'll see. I didn't know where to take that after yeah. that. Mm. Because we won't see. Well, yeah, he thinks that there's some court of arbitration to I mean, find out. He knows more about building, but I know more about the difference between a cup and a mug. You'll be at the pearly gates, and yeah. they say, before you come in, there's just one thing we have to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of unfinished business from your time on Earth. Marek is here. <laughs> or maybe you'll have to wait for Marek. I don't know, it depends who goes first. But, anyway, um, he's a wonderful man, I and I, I really recommend him, mm. if anyone's uh, interested in getting a build. So anyway, back to Gordana. Yes, and he does say one thing in this that I mm. really heartily agree with. Go Gordon Ramsay. Um, Gordon Ramsay. He says... When they say uh, that uh, an item on the menu is famous red lasagna, he says you shouldn't have that because he thinks who made it famous. Mm. And I feel very similar <laughs> about that. I find mm. one a thing that I is, also think. Why is it red? Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Yeah. Exactly. Why is it exactly? I want, but when they make busts that are unspecified, like I find it mm. really irritating, and I hate jokes on airframes. You know, blackboards outside coffee houses. I hate houses. jokes. I, Some I people do. are texting in, we can see. I hate jokes, but... No, I walked past the coffee shop yesterday. I don't yesterday, hate jokes, I like jokes. And some, I don't really hate them, right. but I'm being a bit silly-billy. Some <laughs> member of staff had gone outside of this coffee shop and written on the blackboard, best iced coffee in town. And yeah. I thought, well, according to who? Who's checked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's drank an iced coffee from everywhere in town that sells them? Some really shivering, jittery guy <laughs> that's drank an iced coffee in everywhere in London that does them. And also, who even likes iced coffee? It's disgusting. Why are you boasting about it? I totally agree with you. And I like Curious. my emphasis <laughs> when I was talking about the iced coffee there. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I saw another uh, coffee shop that had a blackboard outside... As I walked past it, and did it you? said, um, "It said, what did one cup of coffee say to the other?" Mm. And then it said, "Where have you been?" You know, oh, 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 yes, I do understand. Mm. I just feel sick. And I thought, what are we coffee, trying to coffee's here? made from beans. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I got that so, as well, but I just that, didn't like it. I mean, it's a joke that barely works, but I when it does laugh, work, it only works in written it. form. I <laughs> like Gareth saying, I just thought I'd explain it. Yeah, like what are they trying to do? Are they trying to say, oh, this is the level of humour you can enjoy alongside your coffee if you come and speak to the members of staff here? Well, I'm afraid that's become the new thing, hasn't it? This is where it's that, and I'm afraid it is uh, on the tube boards as well. Oh, the the daily witticisms. Mm. And, like, as comedians, we don't give people coffee (laughs) from the stage, do we? (laughs) Just stay in your own area. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, you say. I also have a problem with the phrase fine dining when when people say it's fine dining. I just think, aim higher. Like, if you go out (laughs) for a meal and someone says, how was your meal, and you go, fine... 
Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Like, I want to I, go to excellent dining. I don't <laughs> like it because it sounds a bit Basil Fawlty. It's all fine dining. <laughs> <laughs> fine dining in Turkey. I don't like that. Any man that took me out to a fine dining date with a table for three people and ordered the cheapest wine on the menu, get out. We've also had some news in from the outside world. Lovely. Uh, we asked, it seems like ages ago in the show, but it, it might not be. Six, seven hours? Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> it was the uh, last time I tweeted Kafofi and it's all we, kicked um, off. We asked if anybody had actually changed their name by deed poll, and uh, 232 <laughs> has changed their name. Really? Um, it says, hey, Gareth, I changed my name by deed poll just last month. It doesn't say what from. I'm assuming that it wasn't Is that two, from three, Frank Skinner? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think their real name is 232. That's just no. the letters, the numbers at the end of their phone number. Hey, that would be good, Al, if someone changed their name by deed poll to their number on this show, like uh, 310 or something. 729, who's yeah. also called Ruth, has texted, Hi, Emily. Mm. As I've now divorced my husband, I have to change my married name <laughs> by a deed poll back to my maiden name. Oh, does she? Thank you Never for your honesty. That. Yeah, that, <laughs> thank you for your honesty, Thank you. That, <laughs> that took open <laughs> courage. And congratulations. <laughs> and congratulations on your divorce. Yeah, why not? Second Is wedding that... soon. May I recommend white trouser suit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so changing your name to a number, is that what Jean Valjean did? Is he a texter of the show? Oh, Les Miserables. 32604. He's one of our He's top callers, Jean Valjean. Valjean. <laughs> Les Miserables jokes you this morning on Absolute Radio. I am still on the run, loving the show. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Uh, have we heard from the outside world at all? Um, we've had 194 text in saying mm. there's a chalkboard outside a pub in Luton which was advertising sticky toffee pudding, large steak, and underneath <laughs> it said, get it down, you remember fat people are harder to kidnap. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting worldview. I mean, there's pros and cons with yeah. all sorts of life choices. And did someone not I understand could... the coffee bean joke as well? <laughs> I think it could be a typo. Oh, maybe, yes, possibly. Maybe fit people are harder to keep. <laughs> well, That's to true. be honest... They can run away. If they do high-intensity a... interval training, yeah. they'd be good at sprinting. They're slippery little suckers, aren't they? Who, fit people? Yes. <laughs> You're thinking of Charles Bronson again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Covered exactly. in grease and butter. Um, Someone didn't understand the coffee joke. You know, I was asking mm -hmm. if anyone had not understood your coffee joke, and well, I think one of our... Gareth said, if you get the coffee joke, I don't get it, let us know. And mm. 753 has texted, I don't get the coffee joke. Rob. OK. Would you care there to explain go. it? Well, it was, bean, it was a play on the word bean, wasn't it? It was um, bean yeah. can mean something that... Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain the other word. One's coffee bean, B-E-A-N, yeah. and then the other one's B-E... Past tense. <laughs> it's kind of a pun, really. Yeah, it's a pun. It's definitely a pun. Yeah. And given that Frank's not here, I think that we can very much say that's what he would have wanted is a pun. <laughs> to sure. draw the show to a close with a pun <laughs> is exactly what, we would have want, what he would have wanted. So, yeah. But, yes, my tip for eating out um, mm. is um, if you're somewhere with a sommelier, it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Go somewhere cheaper. Yeah. And I nailed it with my mum because, you know, I have problems with my mum. She's always unhappy with what she that. orders. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I wish, yes, yes, you and I your family. I have anxiety, don't I, eating in a restaurant. Why? Um, because the, his family have yeah. issues with restaurants, They're never happy. They? 
And, oh, okay. And what I did, I absolutely nailed it recently. They sound fun to eat out with. But it's an absolute <laughs> No, Gareth nightmare. has to you actually leave it. restaurants. They go in the whole family, <laughs> and then they suddenly will decide we don't like it here, and then they'll all leave again. Is yeah, this right? It's really very stressful. I stand by my earlier point. <laughs> they don't sound fun to eat out with, no. <laughs> so but I, I, I nailed it recently. What I did is, because my mum's never happy with what she orders and has terrible regret... Okay. And then that makes me stress because I just want everyone to be happy. Of course. So I ordered something brilliant mm. and then I gave it to my mum. I uh, swapped. What was it? What she ordered, says, oh, I'll get a steak. And I ordered like tandoori chicken with prawns on the side. And it was, had Did all sorts of Did you order this meal on. in 1974? <laughs> steak, tandoori chicken, and prawns. <laughs> Who eats that these days? We're all on quinoa now, love, and avocado smash. Emily, I live in Bournemouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What um, year is it there now? <laughs> we're, we're not sure. Okay. <laughs> Apologies to all the Bournemouth listeners. It's a lovely place. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Beach. Um, but so I ordered that and then I just swapped with her. And That's she was idea. really happy and I don't care. That's good. It was great. Absolutely you nailed it. Found some space around the problem. Love it. I love it. What a happy note to end the show on. <laughs> So, um, listen, it's been lovely uh, having you this morning. Thank you, Do you know Gareth. what, Emily? It's yeah. been an absolute delight. <laughs> Don't make it sound like a Des O'Connor <laughs> chat show. Thank Thanks you. so much for having me. Thanks so much, Gareth. Thanks so much, Cockrell. We'll be back next week, and more importantly, Big Daddy will be back next week. Uh, we'll be seeing you. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.